This is the Oanda Podcast. You're listening to the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. And today we're joined by Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London, Ed. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. So the big story of the day, undoubtedly, the fact that U.S. inflation has hit a 40-year high at 8.6%, and that is obviously not good news and has had a very negative effect on markets right across the world today. Very much so. There were some traders, economists, analysts, they thought that the peak of inflation was in place. Um, I, I think given the widespread price increases we've seen with just not energy prices, food prices, shelter, everything's much more expensive. If you talk to your average American, they're not surprised by this report. But economists, yes, they are. It came in very hot. Uh, the year over year reading even topped the most uh, aggressive estimate. So uh, I, I think that you're, you're you're seeing a fresh, you know, 40 year high here for um, inflation at 8.6. And the, the, the market is nervous that, you know, that still might not be the peak, you know, the, the next month could be even hotter. There's, there's still a, you know, a, a tremendous amount of uh, reason to believe that, you know, you know, we're, we're not seeing energy prices ease. We're not seeing um, um, any reason on the supply side for a lot of these key commodities, um, especially on the foods, uh, that we're going to get relief uh, you know, in, in the immediate future. So uh, it's going to remain hot. And, and I think what uh, you know, you, you're seeing uh, just uh, significant selling right now. And, and a lot of that is, is because the market uh, you know, was kind of expecting um, the Fed to be delivering just a couple half point rate increases, one next week, one in July, and then Jackson Hole, they were going to um, gather and evaluate whether or not maybe they would pause, maybe they would downgrade to only a quarter point. Now, you know, the market is, uh, you know, quickly saying no, it's the Fed's going to be able to commit to a half point in September. Uh, and even just now, the, you know, the, you know, money markets, when you take a look uh, at, you know, the Fed hike premium across that OIS curve, uh, looks like we might be pricing in a 75 basis point <laughs> rate hike. So um, there's, there's a, uh, for next week's meeting, that is. Uh, so th- there's, there's um, a lot of, you know, I think changing um, expectations here that, wow, people mistimed the Fed. They mistimed exactly um, or mis- misguessed how, how aggressive they would be with uh, tightening policy. And, and now you're, you're, you're seeing that, you know, aggressive Fed rate hikes is what could send the economy to recession. The, the five and 30 year yield curve inverted again today. Um, and, uh, you know, we, you know, the front end of the curve went up. You know, at the the back end, you know what happened, and and, and this is this is very concerning for people. Um, you know, aggressive Fed rate hikes is uh, going to tighten conditions here, and uh, that's that's going to really uh, stunt economic growth. And what was also interesting was that you know just you know 90 minutes after that inflation report, we saw a record low with the University of Michigan sentiment reading. So consumer sentiment at a record low. Uh, current conditions, sentiment, um, all came in uh, much worse than expectations. Um, I think it's very important to point out that 
you know, sentiment, um, it it was the prior month, you know, the the, the May reading was at 58.4. Today came in at 50.2. So a significant deterioration there. Expectations were for it to stay really steady around 58. So um, you're seeing a much weaker outlook. There's you know, when the consumer is that is that um, uh, concerned of about you know current conditions and with expectations uh, and with inflation forecasts you know all um, uh, edging higher. Uh, you know the you know that the market is 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 going to expect wow we're we're going to see some weakness in consumer spending probably and and that's why you're you're seeing you know the s p um you know drop significantly and uh it, it just this does not seem like the uh environment where you're going to be hearing people say this is the time to buy the dip <laughs> um it seems that we're we're where the markets are are starting to you know figure out that okay the Fed has to fight inflation. They have to go forward with these rate hikes. And eventually when you see demand destruction, that will lead to softer inflation. Um, and, and, you know, then eventually the Fed can, you know, ease up on tightening. But, you know, we're nowhere near that 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 argument. And uh, so so this is this is going to be a messy period um, for, you know, the next few policy meetings and, uh, you know, possibly um, going into the end of the year. Can you remember a time where a U.S. central bank or indeed a U.K. central bank increased rates by 0.75? I can't. It's been a while. Um, I think, you know, you have to go back to the 70s uh, style inflation where that was uh, you saw, um, you know, a a very (laughs) aggressive uh, round of tightening. but um, I, and and I think you know some people are rivaling you know these current you know rate hikes to to what we saw in 1994. Um, but um, I think what's really difficult to to get a handle on is that you know the you know we it's all about inflation right now, um, and because the economy is in such a good shape, we could continue to see this deterioration with sentiment. But I mean, there's still going to be. A tremendous amount of summer vacationing, spending in June, July. Um, so I mean, you know, these these Fed rate hikes are going to go as planned over these next two months. I think, you know, the debate for 75 at next week's meeting. I don't think that will happen, but you know, I you can never say. No. I mean, the, if the Fed really wants to get inflation right, they should. They should. Um, be more aggressive. And I mean, that will eventually translate into a bigger economic slowdown. But this is the Fed's in a, a can't win situation right now. They they were late to fight inflation. And and uh, now they, they have to choose, you know, you know, what, you know, what do they want to do? Do they want to, you know, properly address inflation? And then, you know, eventually, you know, you'll send this economy into probably a recession or do they tap the brakes and then you know you, you have stagflation risks persisting much longer and that is terrible for growth um, long term so I think the, the hope is they're going to be aggressive and, and um, I think though you'll probably still see just a half point rate increase next week. You're probably right there uh, Ed. Meanwhile on the other side of the Atlantic We've had uh, the ECB talking about rates as well, and they are set to rise for the first time in more than a decade as that single block grapples with record inflation. The ECB 
said it would hike rates by 0.25 percentage points in July. That's a minuscule when you consider where the US and possibly the UK are going at the moment. Certainly the US is way ahead of the curve. And you rightly said that they've been a bit late dealing with this situation of inflation, but the ECB are even further behind, aren't they? Very much so. And and, and I think what you're seeing um, is, you know, the, the ECB has, um, you know, their mandate is just inflation. But um, when you take a look at market functioning, they, they you know, there's a, <laughs> there, there's something that's complicating what the ECB will, will, will be doing over these next um, several uh, policy meetings. And, and I think, you know, you, you take a look at the southern periphery and those bond yields are are just skyrocketing. And uh, when you, you know, take a look at, you know, how they're widening against the German Bund, uh, it, it just, you know, it it's, uh, you know, I think the word of the week, um, you know, before, you know, today's inflation report was fragmentation. And I, I think what happened was the ECB missed uh, an opportunity here to clarify um, how they are going to support the market and 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 dealing with you know fragmentation and and I think you know the you know they you know they're very clear as far as you know what they are going to be doing and I think the you know the you know the market is going to expect that uh, you know September could be a half point rate increase just given <laughs> what we're seeing with inflation and uh, you know inflation's bad here but I think um, you're probably going to see the the energy impact be a lot greater for for the eurozone and and right now the you know the the, the market is just uh, really um, concerned about you know the upside inflation risks and and uh, you know the you know the I think these spreads are just going to continue to widen. Italy, Germany was at the widest in two years, uh, um, and and that is 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 really going to complicate um, you know their policy going forward. And uh, o- overall, um, I th- I think that you know you're you know you saw initial euro strength during that 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 uh, policy decision, and then when um, you know the fragmentation <laughs> uh, questions were dodged, or there was little, um, I think, clarity as far as um, how that would be handled going forward. Uh, um, you, you saw you saw the euro turn turn negative, and and I think that your uh, your you know the risk off environment um, you know for for this week. Um, was well a you know now you have all the major central banks with i mean you don't count the bank of japan because it seems like they'll never go into tightening mode but you have now you know most of the major central banks all beginning tightening or poised to deliver some some aggressive rate hikes um and and uh you know the the the, the party's over as far as the the stimulus trade goes so this is this has been a difficult environment that's been good for king dollar and and uh you're you're probably going to see uh um, it, this this is is going to uh, be just uh, you know we're going to have a lot of red days uh, <laughs> um, for for equities and uh, I think that uh, <clears throat> there's there's expectations that uh, you know until inflation there's optimism that the peaks in place uh, it, it it's going to be a, you know a sell the rally type mentality on Wall Street. Let's talk crypto now, uh, Ed, and uh, some very interesting stories 
about uh, crypto and the famous Winklevoss twins are being currently sued, I, I believe, by the CFTC. What's the story behind that? You know, I think right now we're in the whole, you know, cryptoverse. Um, this is the period where um, regulation is is starting to uh, become the focal point and uh, there, there's, there's a, a, a wrath of investigations that are going on. Um, and uh, I think what you're, you're seeing is, um, you know, the, 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 the goal is, you know, we need to have, um, you know, protections in place for customers. And, uh, uh, you know, as, as uh, one of the more popular crypto exchanges, Gemini, there's a you know a tight microscope going under each each exchange and um, it you know there's a concern that they might have uh, had a failure in and what is required to uh, protect their customers and uh, I think that you're you're going to see that you know ev- you know everything I think you know will um, you know be scrutinized. Uh, and uh, this is this is part of the growing pains. This is a new market. This is uh, something that uh, you know. I think, um, given the fame that the the Winklevoss twins have, uh, you know, it, it just it 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 just shows you that you know the the government regulatory bodies that are in charge of trying to clean up this space are are you know going about it they're they're understaffed they're <clears throat> this is this is uh something that um you know is is really uh just kind of keeping you know the, the headlines negative for crypto i think that there's um you know it, it 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 just seems that this you know the last few weeks it's just been negative story after negative story um you had um i think the you know the the biggest you know i think uh, Bearish story was the collapse of Terra uh, USD stablecoin, and now you know you have the SCC, um, you know, beginning their investigation uh, behind that company, uh, behind it. So I think that you're you're um, you're you're seeing uh, you know all these crypto lenders, they're they're you know everyone is knows that you know you know you know the, the government is 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 trying to make sure that um, you know these you know, financial instruments that are being offered to the public uh, um, are sound and that, you know, people, you know, will, will be able to uh, feel that they, they have, you know, some security in, uh, in investing in, 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 in those in those types of coins or on, on those exchanges. So there's, it, it just seems that, you know, we're, we're in the, um, the early stages of all this, um, regulatory invest investigations and what we're probably going to see is that uh, you know they're you know the i think for the most part you know a lot of these companies are willing and they are cooperating um and uh, i think that uh eventually once um you know these guidelines are in place and these companies have had an opportunity to um you know, either, whether it's a meet the requirements, hire more staff to do more, um, to keep you know compliance on the up and up. Um, you're you're going to see that uh, you know this space will uh, you know eventually mirror what we see on Wall Street with all the other major uh, brokerages so um, and exchanges. So I think uh, it's it's a big you know the it's a growing pains 
um, but um, it is providing so many negative headlines, which you know has has really kept Bitcoin kind of uh, you know anchored around that thirty thousand level. But but I think what's interesting is you know today's weakness in Bitcoin is all about that inflation report and uh you know the, the that correlation right now it just seems that crypto uh just can't break away from that 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 tight correlation with with equities and um we're entering a weekend and uh, this is very a very dangerous level um there was some money taken off exchanges over the past few weeks um really didn't see much of a move and typically when money goes on the exchanges that's because people are positioning for um, a major exit so um, if this weekend leads to a crypto crash where you know we we're we're seeing prices tumble to 25,000 or or even possibly as as low as 20 let's say 22,500 um, you know that potential is is right now i think on the table so i think you know the volatility is it's really been stuck in such a tight range um but you know given given the the way the market's position and, and given how minimal uh bitcoin's weakness is i mean bitcoin's only down 2.4 percent the s p 500 is is down 2.9 nasdaq 3.6 normally it's the other way around the crypto <laughs> the crypto volatility is is greater than what we see in equity so this is this is going to be a difficult a very difficult uh um environment for crypto and especially if you see that you know uh, whale technical selling um and taking advantage of illiquid periods over the weekend is something that you know we've talked about in, in prior podcasts so um be careful this weekend <laughs> let's talk about the next few days ahead what should we look out for as far as the latest data and news that we might expect is concerned there is a lot the main event for a lot of traders will be the the boe they're set for their fifth rate hike um you know the, the fed will uh you know deliver their 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 rate hike boj will stand pat um you you have some big data from china retail sales you have in um, india will have cpi so there's 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 uh it's it's going to be a busy week i will be fixated over what happens with treasury yields uh you know where it looks like we're gonna uh, make a run for those recent highs um it, you know I, I i have my uh you know i have only so much real estate uh the the the, the work from home i got my five monitors with the desktop and then i do have the laptop on the side but uh i got my inversion charts set up you know watching that the tens and twos you know we're at 13. 13.8 uh, basis points. You know, we inverted on the the, the fives and thirties, but um, this is this is um, you know where you're going to get all those global growth concerns. Um, you know, we you know we, U.S. will also have retail sales, uh, Empire Manufacturing, the first uh, of the the regional surveys, which you know, is supposed to show a little bit of a pickup here. So I mean, there's 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 a lot, but I think we're going to look to see um, when traders after. A weekend of reading a lot about doom and gloom and inflation and then seeing where energy prices are um you know you know 
do we continue to see the bond market sell-off go? Uh, and if it does, then um, there, there, there's probably going to be more red on the screen next week. Okay, Ed, thanks very much for joining us today, and we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks, Johnny. This is the Oanda Podcast.